Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today we are here with a listener question from a long-time listener to the podcast. Uh, Michael, you've got the, you've got the email that, that we received. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Dallas. And thanks, Sue, for, for your question. So it's one that's probably, we've, we have covered somewhat, but we haven't given enough practical examples. So this is a practical example. So it's a good one. So basically the question is, hi, Michael and Dallas, bit of a nuts and bolts question. Uh, I wonder if you could cover working for people without a taxable income as such. What I mean by that is if you're over preservation age, uh, you have your super getting up, getting dressed and going to work for you. Brilliant, Sue. I love it. (laughs) Uh, In your total tax-free environment, as in account-based pension mode, you're taking a pension, it's all tax-free income, you suddenly feel the urge to work a little bit part-time, uh, so, what can you take advantage of? So, firstly, uh, you could earn 18200 tax-free, right? Uh, and you could also add another 27000 to it and make a concessional contribution of the same amount into your super. Uh, does this mean you can actually earn 45200 tax-free? So, this is still Sue's uh, email here. Am I missing out on anything? Rebates, something else? Uh, I just think it would be a great question to cover especially, yes, you guessed it, Michael, my hubby has gone and got himself a little part-time job and I'm, and I'm all about taking as much advantage of as I can. Anyway, I hope you're both well. I continue to love listening to your podcast. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for considering this question as a future podcast. Yours sincerely, Sue. Thanks, Sue. Um, we, always, we always manage to do this. We always uh, read out listener questions that... that he praise on us yeah. as well. So, <laughs> so, the, the, if, if ever you hear us reading out a listener question, we go, they asked this question. It's, it probably means they asked a question and then there was all this other stuff where they're canning us and we've just cut that out. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks Sue, for the kind words. So, so let's break it up. So, so you're right. Uh, you can go back and get a job. Uh, so, you can earn, the, well, 18,200 of, of assessable income is the tax-free threshold. So basically, if you look at the tax bracket system of Australia, yeah. you can earn eighteen thousand two hundred of assessable income, and not pay one dollar of tax on that. It's actually a little bit more than that because of of uh, the low income tax offset and the low to mid income tax offset. Can you believe that there's two yeah. tax offsets yeah. that run side by side the, here? The tax offset thing is a really interesting one because it, it's it applies to every. So it sort of implies that. It's only for certain people, but it's for all people who earn that income. Yes, so it, it doesn't. It's it's a weird thing where you know eighteen thousand two hundred is the tax free threshold, but then above yeah. that, it applies to everyone. It applies equally. to everyone. Yeah. So so yeah. you wonder why they just don't lift the yeah, tax free yeah. threshold. Yeah. So how, what what it actually pans out to be, you, you can actually earn twenty three thousand dollars of assessable income, mm-hmm. and pay a total yeah. of nineteen dollars ninety. Yeah. 
That's not nineteen hundred. That's nineteen hundred ninety. That's nineteen dollars ninety. So twenty dollars yeah, in tax. tax for the year on that twenty three thousand. And effectively, how that works is that is that twenty three thousand dollars you owe um, uh, tax and Medicare levy of uh, not quite a thousand dollars. You then get a low income tax offset of seven hundred dollars, and you get a low to mid income tax offset of two hundred and twelve dollars. So effectively. Let's say you can earn $23,000 completely tax-free. Um, disclaimer there, you'll actually pay $19.90 If, if you sue tax. me for that, I'll give you the $19.90 <laughs> and then we'll call it even. So, there is another... So, so let's take this through the example. Let's, let's assume that this person here is between 60 and 67 mm-hmm. of age, pension age. Um, if they're drawing a tax-free income from their... From their account-based pension, so that's the superannuation, that's that's basically they've met a condition of release on and have converted into an income stream. They're drawing an income from that. Not only is that tax-free, the greatest thing about drawing this income is that uh, from that account-based pension post-age 60, not only is it tax-free, but it actually doesn't show up on your tax return at all. So I'm going to use an example here. I'm going to say that this person here um, takes $50,000 of income for the family. They're aged 60 or over and uh, they have converted their superannuation into a account-based pension, which is a superannuation income stream. So 0% tax on the earnings or the rate of return. They take $50,000 out as an income. It, just an example, that sum of money. Yep. It could be less, it could be more. That money's tax-free as well. But not only is it tax-free, it doesn't show up on your tax return. Yeah. So what, what it allows um, this person to do, firstly, is they can actually earn $23,000 of employment income and, and, and effectively pay no tax on, on that at all. So not only do they get $50,000 from their yep. account-based pension, um, they can then go and earn $23,000 and, and utilise yep. not only the tax-free threshold of eighteen thousand two hundred, but the offsets as well. So, mm-hmm. just to point out, I think this is probably one of the least understood parts of this. Mm-hmm. That fifty thousand dollars that I draw from my account-based pension, this example, um, I think people can un- readily understand the concept that that's tax-free. Yep. They have a hard time um, yeah, realizing that. that that doesn't actually push any other income, any like other income like the $23,000 yeah. up into a higher tax because, bracket. Because there are other forms of income that do that. So, for you know, um, I'm trying to think of examples now of what they call, what's it, what, there's, there's a technical phrase, right? um, accessible, non, accessible non-taxable income, where they basically yeah. go, you get $50,000 worth of income. There's no tax to pay on that. Yes. But any other income that you earn on top of it, you're essentially getting taxed as though you've already you're already you, earning fifty. You're earning more, yeah. yeah. That's so right. There is there is situations where that is the case, but but the account based pension model is that that money, as you say, it's tax free and it doesn't show up anywhere on your tax return. It doesn't push yes. up into higher brackets. It doesn't make any changes to that. So so um, someone between sixty and age pension age could be earning twenty three thousand dollars a year from employment income. And virtually paying no tax at all yep. on that money. And you could have a couple doing that as well. Yep. So you can utilise um, both marginal rates of tax yep. because marginal rates of tax are applied to individuals, not couples. Yep. So 
So, Hubby could be earning $23,000. You could actually be earning $23,000 so, as so well. probably listening going, I don't want to go back I don't want to So, so um, uh, you know, it's conceivably for a, a member of a couple, you could be earning $46,000, $23,000 each of an employment yeah, income and effectively paying no tax, yeah. $40 tax. Yeah. If you're of age, pension age, you may also call So, there's another offset that kicks in which is called Senior Australians Pension Tax Offset. So, SAPTO, they refer to this. You can Google SAPTO and it'll take you to that. So, basically, you have to be of age pension age, which for most people is age 67 now and it's being sort of progressed to that age. Um, rather than uh, $23,000 and pay no tax on you can earn up to $34,000 and pay no tax on it if you qualify for this Senior Australians Pension Tax Offset. Um, it's a little bit of a simple example because it is that's the maximum per, per a single person. So, the maximum per a single person for yep. SAPTO yep. is a tax offset of 2000 and, um, where is it? $2,230 of tax offset. Uh, whereas for for if you're a member of a couple, it's, it's a maximum of $1,602 each. Yeah, yeah. So, a single person, we go through the figures though, of age pension age that qualifies for SAPTO yeah. could actually earn not $23,000 but $34,000. So, they, they earn $34,000 of wage income. Uh, they owe tax of just over $3,000 on that amount. They get a a SAPTO offset, uh, offset of of two thousand and fourteen dollars. They get a low income tax offset of seven hundred dollars, and they get a low to mid income tax offset of two hundred and fifty five dollars. What a tax offset does is just is just merely look at the tax that you would normally owe, yeah. and it just it's a credit. Think of it as a credit for yeah. that. It's not a rebatable credit if your yeah. offsets are more than your tax owed. You don't get a yeah, rebate. Yep. Um, so it offsets that. So in this example, uh, someone who's of age pension age and qualifies for SAPTO, Senior Australians Pension Tax Offset, could actually earn thirty-four thousand dollars of uh, employment income if they're single. Yeah. Um, the uh, just to be clear, couples can also qualify for it as well. It's just a different amount, it's a lower amount. So thirty-four thousand dollars of of employment income. They owe three thousand and two dollars in tax on that. Normally, uh, however, then SAPTO is applied, which is a two thousand and fourteen dollar tax offset. The low income tax offset of seven hundred dollars is applied, and a low to mid income tax offset of two hundred and fifty five dollars is applied as well. Mm-hmm. What that does is it means their tax bill on thirty four thousand dollars of employment income is thirty two dollars twelve cents. Like um, again, not thirty two hundred thirty two yeah. three two. Um, I'm always like it's funny. I'm sitting. I'm always a bit blown away by these numbers because <laughs> again, and and like you just said with Sapto, it's slightly different. But if you think about that as a as a couple, you can you can both be earning you know just a bit over thirty thousand. Like yeah, if you're of age pension age, and you're both earning, you can both be earning thirty thousand dollars a year. Your household mm-hmm. income could be around sixty thousand dollars. And pay no tax, no tax at all on that. Yeah. So this this is effectively gaming the system, and we'll talk about how all these things can interchange and yeah. and, and will combine really yeah. To, yeah. to 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 work for you. Yeah. It's legally gaming the system. Yeah. It's it's 
yeah. Well, um, but it's again one of those things you go like, I always find, it, I think I've used this analogy before, it's a bit like times where we get all excited about gaming the system, but that's actually we're being rewarded for what the system wants. So, it's like yes. when I say to my toddler, yeah. do you want to wear your red shirt or your blue shirt? And he goes, oh, I want to wear the red shirt. And you go, yeah. well, okay, great. Just put the shirt on. We're going to go. Yeah, yeah. So, what's happening here is that essentially, and, and we'll talk about this in far more detail all the time, that there, there is a whole workforce. So, there's a whole... Um, the government is looking at this going, there are all these people who could be productive, um, who could be basically going to work and, and doing doing and doing work rather than not doing work. It's better for the economy if those people are doing things rather than just you know, sitting back and relaxing and, and mm. enjoying their retirement. Not that, and again, some people will want to, some people won't. But the government is basically incentivizing you to do some work. So it's going. Mm. I, I know you. I know you're 68 and you're tired and you and you sort of just want to put your feet up. However, it'd be really great if you could use some of that experience and that yeah. knowledge and that skill set that you have that you've built up over many years. If you can, you can stay in the workforce a little bit. So what we'll do is we'll sweeten the deal a little bit here, and you can earn thirty thousand dollars essentially tax free rather than twenty thousand dollars tax free. That's yep. that's basically what's going on. So I think that's the point. Is we we yeah you know, we feel like we're gaming the system, but at the same time, it's it's the system. It's mutually beneficial for everyone. Yes, you know, if you're of this age and you go and do a bit of work, you get a significant benefit, which is that you pay far less in tax. But the Australian economy gets your knowledge and your experience and your skill set staying in in the workforce for longer. Yeah, look, absolutely, and that's that's one way to look at it. So you can be past traditional age pension age mm-hmm. and still continue working. Where this is really powerful is someone that's turned 60, so they're in their early 60s, and they've decided that they don't want to work full-time again. They can actually turn 60, resign, so they've entered a workplace. uh, They've entered an arrangement under which they um, get ceased employment arrangement, meet a conditional release, can move their superannuation into a 0% taxed account-based pension, Go back to part-time work yep. in this example, and um, and and effectively draw that tax uh, a tax-free mm. subsidisation yep. from their from their account-based pension or their superannuation retirement savings. Yes. Um, so back to Sue's example, um, I'm going to assume Sue's husband is in his early sixties, just for just for illustration purposes only. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could be of any age over sixty uh, or over preservation age and, and do this, but 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 basically Sue's question is: so um, can you earn eighteen thousand two hundred, which is the tax-free threshold, tax-free, and then um, could you also add another twenty-seven thousand dollars to your super if, in fact, your earnings were forty-five thousand two hundred? Yep. Um, could you actually, in effect, put twenty-seven thousand into super? claim it as a tax deduction to bring your $45,200 of fictitious income from employment here back to the tax-free threshold. Yep. So, here's how this works. Um, you can do that, Sue, subject to meeting the work test, yep. um, which generally speaking, if you're going to be working part-time, you yep. can make a contribution to super yep. up until the age of 75. Yep. So. Um, let's go through this in real terms in example. Let's assume that the part-time work that, that your husband has been talked into doing or is it volunteered to do <laughs> actually 
um, yeah. was supposed to end after a few months, but it carries on yep. and carries on and carries on, and he actually earns forty five thousand two hundred uh, of of wage income. So we assume no other taxable income or assessable income because we know that he's in receipt of a tax-free account-based pension. Mm -hmm. uh, and I used the example before, if he's drawing an income from that, that doesn't show up on the tax return, which is a very powerful thing. So the only source of income is his wage income. It's 45200 in this example. Uh, and we will assume that he doesn't qualify for SAPTO, either the Senior Australian's Pension Tax Offset, because he's in his early 60s, he's not of age, pension age. Now, the income tax you would normally pay on 45200 uh, of taxable income or assessable income is $4,869 of tax. So the question is uh, from Sue, can this tax be lowered? And it can be. So first of all, we need to work out... Um, on the 45200 of wage income that he's earning, the 10% super guarantee that his employer would pay in, if he's in fact employed, he could be, yeah, he could be a contractor, but let's just assume mm -hmm. he's employed here. Uh, the super guarantee paid by the employer on that wage would be 4520 Again, assuming no carry forward concessional contributions, uh, the maximum concessional contribution that can be made uh, for this financial year is um, $27,500. So if we subtract what the employers put in, 4520 as a super guarantee, that leaves um, uh, your husband able to put in $22,980 as a concessional contribution mm -hmm. and claim that as a tax deduction. Now, see, you've set me up for a brilliant example here yeah. because <laughs> if he contributes... <laughs> so... If he contributes the 22980 as a concessional contribution, now this can be done either via salary sacrifice or it can be done by a personal concessional contribution, um, then his assessable income for tax is not 45200 It's actually 22220 I, I simply take 45200 of wage income and I deduct the concessional contribution that he's made to superannuation, which is 22980 um, I, I minus that off, the 45200 It gives me a, or gives him a taxable income of 22220 From the previous example, you'll remember that you could earn up to $23,000 and yep. pay no tax or you could pay $19 tax. So with a, with a, a $22,220 dollar taxable income that actually results in zero dollars income tax yep. so so you've you've been successful there in actually bringing your income tax down to zero dollars yeah what you do have to factor in though is you actually have to factor in the the 15 percent super contributions tax on the twenty two thousand nine hundred eighty dollars of contribution concessional contribution that you've made so that tax is actually $3,447. So you, you, you pay 15% tax on the way in for any concessional contribution that you're deducting off your taxable income. So 15% tax on the the voluntary concessional contribution of 22980 yeah. is $3,447 in tax. Yeah. What was he going to pay tax if he didn't do that? Well, on the 45200 of income, he was going to pay $4,869 in tax. What did he pay by doing pushing twenty two thousand nine hundred and eighty into super? Yeah. 
paid zero dollars in personal income tax, but he paid three thousand four hundred and forty-seven dollars in fifteen percent super contributions tax. That gives you an overall tax saving of one thousand and seventy-three dollars. So look, it's 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 certainly worthwhile doing that because a um, thousand uh, a thousand dollars. Uh, I always say, if it was well, uh, in a brown paper bag on the table at Dallas, I'd race you for it. So, um, <laughs> well, well I, or the example of I, I said in a recent podcast about. If you've got three three people in the team, there's 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 the, the two members of the couple and there's the yeah. ATO. Yeah. I don't care who's going out and getting the work, but we don't want any of it to go to the ATO. That's, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're spot on. You're spot possible. on there. That's a great way to think of it. Um, so, um, so you you could conceivably do that with the current legislation up until age seventy five. Um, uh, that can be done. I repeat again, the greatest thing about drawing an income from a super income stream or an account-based pension post-age 60 is not that it's not only that it's tax-free, so not only is that income tax-free, that income doesn't show up in your tax return at all. Yeah. So again, I, I take the hypothetical $50,000 out from my superannuation income stream to subsidise my income. Uh, I get, I get $50,000 out tax-free but what's reported on my tax return is zero dollars, so yep. it doesn't push my other income up into higher tax brackets. Yep. Um, there is a resource there which is uh, taxcalc.com.au. So tax t a x c a l c dot com dot au. So it's a, it's a really good resource to play around with a few yeah, different if, figures if, there. If so we use that. In, if you're interested in these different offsets and brackets, and I, I bring it up in client meetings all the time because it's it's a good mm. visual way to show. So it shows the tax brackets, but then it also shows when you use different examples, it, it yep. flows through and shows the different offsets and, and how that impacts things. And it is really interesting because, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's only really interesting to us at Dassault, <laughs> but I find it fascinating that. Uh, different brackets of tax with different offsets that kick in and kick out. It's actually quite a bit different. Yeah. What, what you can earn and when offsets apply, it's very different to the brackets that are immediately shown. There are different little ways that you can earn more and actually different offset. Like, like we've just said, these offsets that apply that can actually... So between a combination of you know these tax-free thresholds, the lower tax brackets, mm. then once you take the offsets into account, then once you take in the the personal concessional contributions into account and, mm. and, and basically capping that top bit of your income at 15%, there is there's a substantial amount of income that, that a couple could earn. Between the two of them, there is a lot of income that you could earn without paying a dollar of tax. With, with, yeah, with like, paying like, minimal, uh, absolutely. You know, so so you could actually board. have a, you know, if you applied that to the other member of the couple, say yeah. 45200 yeah. for one member, 45200 for the... Well, other member effectively yeah. they're both doing that yeah they're paying three fifteen percent super contributions tax on the yeah. concessional contribution which is three thousand four hundred and forty seven dollars in tax each yeah they're earning ninety thousand dollars and they're paying under seven thousand dollars in tax yeah. in total tax and, and like um, a lot a lot of our um retirement a lot of our clients that's around what they want to spend in retirement is about yeah. eighty thousand and so it is definitely a strategy that's that's worth looking at um particularly if like we've touched on many times, if you're not quite where you want to be, in t- your retirement savings isn't quite at that target that it needs to be. This is a great sort of interim step where you might go, right, well, I'm, I'm sick of working full-time and we're both ready to take a step back. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're both you know, earning $100,000 gross per year and then we pay a lot of tax and then we contribute some money into super and then we're left with this amount. 
you can really cut back a lot of your a lot of work hours, a lot of income, and and earn a substantial amount of money, particularly as a couple, and only pay that super contributions tax, and mm. and you're still left with again as a couple just over eighty thousand dollars net for the year. So it's a it's a really handy strategy to look at if you both want to do it, or so if you just want to send your husband out to work and you don't want to, that's also a perfectly valid strategy. And so it, it's it's still a big advantage to have that amount of dollars coming in the door in those yeah. early years of retirement. So thanks thanks so much, Steve. That was a great question. Yeah. And um, thanks for giving us the the ammunition to yeah, if, do a podcast. So if, if anyone else has any listener questions, we always we, we really enjoy working through these because it's it's a great we know into what people are thinking about it mm. and potentially some of the things that we may not be explaining in, in great detail. So if you've got any any feedback or any thoughts or any topic ideas or any questions about you know situations or anything like that, uh, feel free to email them through to podcast at mo50.com.au. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.